Hello friends, James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com, with another edition of Questions for Corbett. And this time I have a little bit of an oddity, a rarity. Let's try and do a quick episode today because I think we have a simple and straightforward question that should have a simple and straightforward answer. Having said that, just because it is a simple and straightforward question with a simple and straightforward answer, I do not think it is unimportant. In fact, I think it is vitally important, but it should be fairly easy to answer. So let's get into it. Today's question comes via email from a subscriber called Nathan, who writes, First of all, I'm a big fan of the show. It's always refreshing to hear from someone who is not in the pocket of big capital. I don't always agree with you, but man, I am with you on your frustration with scientism. I wonder if these great minds of the Enlightenment could have guessed that science would have ended up becoming the true enemy of reason. I have to ask, however, what you mean when you refer to the scamdemic. I think I've picked up the impression that you believe the risks from COVID are not real or are overstated. I have had a look through your back catalog to see if you have any evidence for this, but have come up empty-handed. All I can find, and I mean this with respect, is mainly circumstantial evidence about the powers that be wanting us to learn how to use electronic payments, etc. <laughs> All right, thank you for the question, Nathan. Um, well, I'm happy to report for you that although your search seems to have come up empty-handed, there is a lot of material on this specifically in the back catalog. So I will give you some of the main references. There are plenty more, but these are some of the main ones that you'd probably want to hit on in answering this question. And the, f the simplest and most straightforward way of putting this is I say scamdemic instead of plandemic because not only does it mostly rhyme, at least well enough, with plandemic, it also rolls off the tongue and very quickly, very concisely, very conveniently conveys the fundamental point that I want to bring up every single time I mention the fear-mongering campaign around the COVID-19 pandemic, so-called, which is that it is a scam. That is a deliberate fraud that is being um, uh, pushed on the public right now. And there are many different aspects of that scam that I have looked at in great detail with a lot of data. So get your notebooks out because there's tons and tons of information to go through when you start going through the back catalog. And I will direct you first and foremost, you'll probably want to start your tour back way back at the beginning of the scamdemic in April of 2020, where I had episode 376 of the Corbett Report podcast on lies, damned lies, and coronavirus statistics, where we looked at all manner of statistical chicanery that was taking place even at that time, to change the very metrics by which we would normally measure some sort of pandemic situation, even as the pandemic was supposedly taking off. Um, and there was there's a ton of information in there about the way the scam is functioning on a statistical level. Um, you could fast forward uh, a couple of months to interview 1555, where we talked to Rosemary Frey there in Canada about high, uh, how high death rates in Ontario care homes was created on purpose. Um, there's that aspect of the scam. Uh, you can fast forward to November of 2020, where I did a walk and talk on what no one is saying about the lockdowns, talking about the scam of the solution, that one of the solutions that was foisted upon us in the name of the pandemic, namely lockdowns, which themselves are a scam and do not purport to do what they are what we were told they do. Uh, then you could zip along to December of 2020, episode 392 of the Corporate Report podcast, where I talked about the future of vaccines, which went into the vaccine scam, which obviously has been the main theme of the year 2021. Um, and at that time, I was going through how the so-called vaccines that were being at that time just about ready to be approved and just starting to be approved for, or I, I shouldn't say it, 
there's another scam. <laughs> Not approved. Emergency use authorized. It wasn't until several months later that Comirnaty got approved by the FDA. So, no, not approved. Emergency use authorized. And I was going through the scam, the multiple le levels of scam involved in the trials that resulted in that emergency use authorization. And even the fundamental fact that vaccine is in fact the wrong term for what these medical technologies are gene therapy. They are not vaccines. And as, as little as these vaccines, so-called, are vaccines, what is coming in the name of what will undoubtedly be called vaccines in the future is going to be even more incredibly invasive uh, and nightmarish. So I definitely think that's an important part of the scam that's taking place. Um, in a slightly more lighthearted vein, uh, at least one that laughs at tyrants so, so that we don't cry at hellscape. I would encourage you to check out the fourth annual Fake News Awards, obviously the fourth installment in the annual Fake News Awards, where I bestow the dinos on the biggest stinkers from the lamestream media of the past year, and we go into a lot of different aspects of the scamdemic scam, uh, including, of course, the main Fake News Award, which went to, of course, well, I, I won't give it away, but that was one of the major scams that was first perpetrated, a statistical scam that really launched the rest of the scamdemic. Um, so I've done tons of work on this, many, many, many different things that we can point to and say, that was a scam, that's a scam, that's a scam, that's a scam. So there are many different um, aspects of that. If you want sort of all in one list, in one heavily sourced, documented list that you can just rattle off to your norm normie friends because they're all 100% completely mainstream admitted pieces of the scam that have been shown to be scams in completely open ways um, that no one can deny. I will throw it over to our friend Kit Knightley, who has been, of course, a guest on CorbettReport.com uh, last year, who recently compiled a list of 30 facts you need to know, your COVID crib sheet, which goes through point after point after point, admitted, open, openly acknowledged parts of this scam that are completely undeniable parts of the scam um, that have been uh, admitted by mainstream sources, even their official story admits the, the various levels of scam that are taking place here. So all of that, I think there's, I mean, there's so many, any individual part of the scamdemic that you drill down on, the statistics or the way that cases are being counted or the types of solutions that are being offered, uh, like lockdowns, like masks, like uh, uh, the vaccine, so-called, which themselves are a scam, are not vaccines. Every single thing that you drill down on is, is it's turtles all the way down. It's scams all the way down. So that is, I think, nicely encapsulated in the term scamdemic. Don't say pandemic, say scamdemic. I'm not telling anyone what to say or what not to say. I'm just saying I say it because it is the most convenient and tightly encapsulated way of um, putting that information out there so that I never just blindly adopt their terminology for it. Oh, there's a pandemic. Uh-oh, everyone freak out. No, there's a scamdemic. Well, what does that mean? And hopefully that will get people along that path. But that's just my approach to it. You take whatever approach you want. But I want to also articulate that I, I, I note at the end where you put in that little sentence about, well, all, all it seems to be is the government's preparing people for digital payments or something. I think actually you're hitting on what I think is the real scam in all of this, which is that ultimately concentrating on the statistics and this and that aspect of this and that um, maneuver for mitigating what may or may not be going on, 
All of that, all of it is a smokescreen, a scam, if you will, that is being perpetrated to distract us from the real, fundamental, historical events that are happening right now. Incredibly tectonic shifts, geopolitically, politically, uh, uh, monetarily, in every sense, are taking place right now under the shadow of the scamdemic and under the smokescreen of the scamdemic so that we are distracted from them. And I have done my best to articulate that in my most recent newsletter editorial, Everything is Connected. If you have not read that editorial, please do so, because I think it is important for us to understand that the this is really not about, this has nothing whatsoever to do with a virus. That's not what this is about. And yes, you can dil- drill down on each individual level of the, the scam as they put it out in front of us. But if we do not understand the bigger picture, that this is about a changeover in the paradigm of governance on the planet Earth itself, from security state to biosecurity state. A changeover in the world monetary paradigm from the cash fiat system, or the at least the fiat system as it exists today, to the central bank digital currency. If we don't understand the various ways that this connects in to uh, other agendas, uh, for example, the um, the eugenics agenda and how ultimately the, the plan is to wire in the infrastructure for governments to mandate experimental medical technologies to be injected into anyone at any time, and you must have your digital ID in order to participate in society. And Why are they calling it a green pass in Europe instead of a vaccine pass or a health pass? Oh, oh, carbon ration cards are coming. Until we start to see past the smokescreen, smoke screen of the scamdemic, we are, I think, falling into their traps. But having said that, I have done a lot of work looking at all of the different individual pieces of the scamdemic puzzle and showing how each and every one of them is a scam that's being perpetrated on the public. So anyway, as I say, I'm as someone who has uh, feedback each and every single day of every every day of every week of every month of every year, I have Tons of feedback of people trying to police my language. You shouldn't say that, James. I don't like the way you said that. Oh, why did you say that? (laughs) I'm not going to try to police anyone's language. Trust me. You call it whatever you want. Call it a pandemic if you want. I'm going to continue using the word scamdemic to encapsulate all of this information. And now, at CorbettReport.com slash scamdemic, you will find the show notes for today's episode, which will have all of these resources that I've been talking about that will hopefully, if someone is interested in the term, they'll be able to research it and find more reasons why what we are being presented with is not the reality. Having said all of that, I'm going to leave you with just a little moment of zen from my home and native land of Canada, in fact, my home and native province of Alberta, where our illustrious chief medical officer of health, or whatever ridiculous title she goes by, Dina Hinshaw, just slipped in, in the most basic, plain, ordinary English, one of the most brazen admissions of the scam, one of the scams that's being perpetrated in this scamdemic, that, I don't know, I just think is mind-blowingly ridiculous. So I'm just going to present it without comment here at the end of the video. And I will, of course, as always, I will cite my sources, I will include a link to the full stream of that entire press conference so you can see this uh, comment in its context. But I think... If you think about it for a few seconds, the scam inherent in the scamdemic appears before your very eyes. 
Having said that, thank you for the question, Nathan, and thank you for giving me a chance to articulate this, because I think it is an important thing to understand, and I really hope people will read and internalize that everything is connected editorial. I think it goes somewhat further towards the heart of the issue issues that we're dealing with, which is a connected agenda, as you will see. Anyway, having said that, I am James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, leaving you with an interesting pronouncement from Dina Hinshaw, Chief Medical Officer of Health in Alberta. So we do have that framework where schools, if they see that there are an increased number of children who are ill because of respiratory illness, again, or teachers or staff, uh, they can work with Alberta Health Services. And in some ways that is uh, adding an additional layer of protection because if individuals choose to not get tested for COVID but are home with an illness, um, they're now counted in the list as uh, being part of that outbreak. And so it's less dependent on needing a test to be a part of identifying where there is an issue. We are, as I mentioned, working with education.